Hey, Josh Felber here with Making Bank. Uh, today's episode, guys, if you guys own a business at all, whether you have one employee, whether you have 50 or 100 employees, you gotta check out today's episode. Why it's important to have a second command, why it's important to actually train and educate your employees, whether you have one or two, 50, 30, whatever that may be for your business, and why it's important to teach them certain things that's gonna help you and then help improve your business overall. Today's guest, good friend of mine, new book just came out, Second Command. You gotta check out Cameron Harold. He's gonna share some amazing insights on how to grow your company, how to delegate, and how to find the right person that's the second command for your business. So again, guys, check out today's episode with Cameron Harold. And if you love Making Bank, you maybe even just like it a little bit, uh, make sure you guys share this episode, like this episode, send those comments down below, and just really honored and appreciate your time that you're spending uh, listening or watching Making Bank today. So thank you again. You are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. Super excited for today's guest. He's back on the show, Making Bank. He's known around the world as the CEO Whisperer, as well as the mastermind behind hundreds of companies' exponential growth. Cameron Harold has built a dynamic consultancy. His current clients include a big four wireless carrier and a monarchy. What do his clients say they like most about him? He isn't a theory guy. They like that Cameron speaks only from experience. He earned his reputation as the business growth guru by guiding his clients to double their revenue in just three years or less. Cameron was an entrepreneur, though, from day one, almost like myself. <laughs> At 21, he had 14 employees. By 35, he had helped build his first two $100 million companies. By the age of 42, Cameron engineered 1-800-GOT-JUNKS, spectacular growth from $2 million to $106 million in revenue and 3,100 employees. And he did that in just six years. His companies landed over 5,200 media placements in that same six years, including coverage on Oprah. So I'm excited to welcome the CEO Whisper, Cameron Harold, to Making Bank. Hey, Josh. Good to see you again, buddy. Thanks for having me. Awesome, man. Excited to have you back on the show and uh, see what you have going on and what cool stuff that we can uh, dig up for the audience today. I know uh, you, I got a copy of the new book, The Second Command, so started uh, diving into it last minute uh, since it just came. There we go. It's <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Mine's a PDF copy, so okay, <laughs> the, real, cool. the real one's supposed to arrive today via Amazon. Some point. Yeah, we'll get you the real one. <laughs> right. But um, I guess tell us a little bit of your what's been happening lately. Like, obviously, you turned into a nomad. <laughs> And yeah. uh, give us a little bit of your experiences and, and how that's been working, and we can dive into a lot of stuff from there. Sure. So people always talk about the 1-800-GOT-JUNK story. I left there 16 years ago now, which is crazy. Wow. So long ago and how much has been done since. You know, since then, I've really coached um, well over 100 real companies. Typically, 50 to 500 employees is the zone that I tend to work in. Uh, but I work behind the scenes coaching CEOs and their COOs of high-growth companies, Somebody once asked me, how come every company you touch turns to gold? And I said, I only touch gold. 
right? I only work with great companies. Well, one one is your wife's business, Trina's right. company, Marvel Life. I've worked behind the scenes helping Trina. Her COO is now a member of the COO Alliance. So I don't work with broken companies. I work with companies that are on the precipice of really having that high growth and then teaching them how to scale up, how to actually build strong teams, how to build strong cultures, and how to put kind of what I call the minimum viable everything in because momentum creates momentum. Six years ago, I started the COO Alliance, which is the only network of its kind in the world for the second in command. We've now got members from 17 countries. And then uh, 18 months ago, my wife and I sold everything. We sold our home in Arizona, got rid of our home up in Canada, sold all our furniture, assets, everything, right down to like a small storage locker with some art and a little bit of sports stuff in it. And we're on the road. So last year we hit 23 countries and we're set up for a fairly similar 2023. So what, being on the road like that, you know, getting rid of everything, being on the road, you know, traveling to these different countries, what are like a couple important things that you've actually been able to realize or come, you know, that's come from that? Yeah, a couple. One is that um, we don't need all the stuff that we tend to surround ourselves with, that we tend to spend money on things that, you know, take up space and then we need more space for more of the things. And so I started an exercise a few years ago where anytime one thing arrived at my home, I threw out two. So if I <laughs> bought something or if somebody sent me something, I had to throw out two things for every one that came into the house. That was a really interesting exercise on purging and it got very easy very quickly and started having fun with that. Secondly, for me at least, is is kind of anywhere I hang my hat, that's my home. I can be quite happy in a space. Three, they should take the easy things that they still feel strongly about that they know are true and put the easy low-hanging fruit things in place first so that they get momentum. So that the employees around go, oh, I saw you made a change, it's working. But don't do the ones that require a lot of people or time or money just do the ones that are quick wins so that you build trust and you build some momentum. In second quarter, you can start working on the bigger projects that require more inputs and people time and money side of the business. Yeah, I, that is important because I mean, as obviously somebody coming in that's new and all of a sudden your employees are like, oh crap, what are they going to do? And you know, and you start firing Bob and crew right off the bat. <laughs> and they're, they're nervous about it, right? They create ripple effects. The, the new COO is like a huge boulder that you're dropping into a pond. You have to be very cognizant of the ripples that they make and, and be careful that those ripples don't really upset the whole company for sure. Awesome. I know we got a little bit of time left. What's a couple of things through the different companies you've worked with over the years from a growth standpoint that people need to take a look at and do in their business to go from that one to five, the five to 10. Yeah. So, and I call it the ones and threes. You go from one to three, from three to 10, 10 okay. to 30, 30 to a hundred. They're defined points. When you're going from one to three, it's hiring a couple of good people that you really like that are good at a whole bunch of general things, but they're not experts. When you go to 10, it's about hiring your first person that can manage people. They're not an expert, but they're good at, they're good at, at project management. They're good at time management. They're good at getting done they're good at delegation and people like them when you go to 30 it's about getting your first management team in place probably four or five people that manage everybody else in the business for you you have to like them you have to respect them they have to be good at people they have to be good at their domain expertise not again necessarily deep domain experts but good enough that you know you've got some confidence in them when you go from 30 to 100 employees that's when you hire your first leadership team deep domain expertise None of those five or six people reporting to you, you couldn't do their job anymore. They're just way better at that specific area than you are. And your job is to align people, to grow people, to remove obstacles from people, almost to flip the org chart upside down. 
Those are kind of some of the people things. And then I think that at every stage of the company, we need to invest in our people, right? The more we grow their skills, the more we grow their confidence, the more they'll grow the company for us. And that's great. What, um, like, what are some key points or some key ideas there investing back in those employees? Like what are like, Hey, you know, these are great things to do for that. Yeah. I mean, what, you know, one is a dead obvious for me is I, I launched a course a year and a half ago called invest in your leaders. And it's got the 12 core leadership skills that all managers need to be good at that. Most entrepreneurs have never person size. It's all around alignment and growing people. That's our job as CEO and COO. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. Guys, I guess hope you listen to what Cameron's really talking about. Dropping a ton of amazing insights for your business, what you have going on, whether you're just at a couple people, 30 people, 100 people, start looking to invest back in them. You can invest in them when there are two people working with you or, you know, at 100. It's easier at two because then you can start to get the process and systems down. But make sure you guys are taking notes. Listen, watch this again. And then start to figure out how to implement that. Obviously, Cameron's got tons of amazing training inside his books and everything. The second command and meetings suck because if you don't like meetings, that's another great one that I've read. And free PR if you want to get lots of free PR. But um, before we wrap up, Cameron, what's something like, oh, man, I wanted to make sure I shared this today with everybody before Josh finishes. It's something that you and Trina actually really understand is none of this shit actually matters. <laughs> this is just what we do to make money. Right. Let's have fun along the journey. Let's hang out with our kids, hang out with our friends, enjoy the journey that we're on. Because at the end of the day, we're all just walking each other home. Hmm. Yes. So true. So true. Cameron, appreciate you coming on. Where can people grab more information about you? I know second commands on Amazon, anywhere else you want to send them. Yeah. Amazon, Audible and iTunes is for the book, The Second in Command. All five of my other books are up there as well. And then check out the Invest in Your Leaders course for sure. Investinyourleaders.com will be huge for anybody. And then if you have a second in command and your company does at least 5 million or greater in revenue, check out the COO Alliance as well. Awesome. And I know our COO or our director of operations, she's, she's working there and she'll be visiting you multiple times throughout the year. So it's great. To <laughs> I have you. Yeah. I appreciate your time, Cameron. Thank you for coming on making bank. Thanks Josh. Appreciate it. I am Josh Felber. You are watching making bank, get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.